What about exhibitionist narcissists? We've talked about a couple different types of narcissists, malignant, now closet, and then exhibition narcissists. Do you actually know what those are? Well, we're going to dive into it a little bit today and to go through the book by Julie Call, The Narcissist in Your Life. So stick around. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We do that on all the different platforms. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, under the name Raw Motivations. Like, share, send it to someone that might be going through a crazy situation. Maybe you might be the dealer of hope in their life that would help them understand they're not crazy and they should actually reach out for help to figure out what's going on. If you want to hear from my wife's perspective, get a whole different perspective on all of this and see from her perspective where we are, some of the things that have happened, dealing with a narcissist, things like that, go to Trauma, Drama, and Life. It's myself and my wife, Kayla Taylor, sitting down and talking through questions, comments that you all have put in, but then also sharing bits and pieces of our life, different updates of things that have happened in the past and that are happening now. So feel free to be able to check that out. If you want to talk to me to try to get clarity from the confusion making that you've been going through and dealing with a narcissist or to try to understand their mindset or what's happening on the opposite side of the situation that you're going through, reach out. You can go to rawmotivations.com, click on one-on-ones. I try to partner with people to help them in their healing journey, to help them get through the crazy making piece and understand the trauma bond, how to break that, how to move forward and how to not go back. That's a lot of things I talk with people every single day to try to help them heal, grow and change. If you haven't had a chance to be able to check out the NARC app and get involved with community, go to narcapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P, narcapp.com to get involved with a community that's geared towards healing, growing, and changing, and developing to the next level and to the next step. I talk a lot of times about journaling and understanding the truth of the situation. So I want to invite you to look at the journal that we put out called From Fantasy to Reality. It's on Amazon.com, and it's got over 100 prompts in it. 100 prompts to be able to go through and say, hey, this is actually something that is challenging my reality. This is something that is challenging something that I've thought about or haven't thought about in the relationship. So check that out from fantasy to reality. Well, when we're talking about narcissism, there's a couple subsets. Closet, exhibitionist, malignant are ones that we've gone through a little bit. But I want to dive into the exhibitionist because we hadn't finished that. I started closet and we ran out of time. So when we're talking about exhibition narcissists, let's go into a little bit of detail about it. And then I'll list out some characteristics that this book offers about exhibitionist narcissists. It says exhibition narcissists typically rely on extroversion displays to scaffold their shaky ego. They seek to elevate themselves by drawing at admiring attention and dominating through whatever power is at their disposal. Maybe charisma, intelligence, connections, wealth, physical strength, good looks, and so on. They make no secrets of their competitive drive to outshine and outdo others, and they will humiliate and otherwise punish those who question or threaten their superiority and entitlement. A lot of people can connect with pieces like that when you question or when you ask a question or when you give feedback or criticism and they rage out at you or they come back at you with a vengeance. It's because you're attacking that superiority and entitlement. They too seek out status by association, but they do not place themselves in subservient or adoring roles because they believe that they are already perfect and there is nothing anyone can teach them. 
For the same reason, they tend to refuse help and many eschew victimhood, viewing that it is a weakness and a loss of face. So an exhibitionist typically is not going to look like the victim because, again, that victim idea is being like, I don't want to be the weak person. I want to be the used person. I'm all this. I'm not the victim. Okay. Exhibitionist narcissist false bravado and larger-than-life personalities can be impressive at first, especially to closet narcissists who long for the brash confidence exhibitionists appear to have. They may seem powerful, self-possessed, even invulnerable. Qualities that can land them in positions of authority and institutionalized power, in extreme cases, lead to large-scale catastrophic abuses such as genocide, religious persecution, and environmental holocaust. We see a lot of this, a lot of this being there with the aspect of being invulnerable. That one narcissist that never shows emotion, that is almost feels incapable of showing feelings, emotions, anything like that. That's like, no, you're not going to get to me. I am the best. I'm perfect. I am invulnerable. Vulnerability, scary world in narcissist camps. But whether they are bold bullies or shrinking violets, aggressive or passive aggressive, both exhibitionists and closet narcissists have fragile defenses that are dependent on external validation. Both are prone to idealize and devalue, seeing others as either perfect or worthless and punishing and or rejecting those who inevitably disappoint them. So I'm going to dive into two lists. Okay, so I need you to stick around for a couple minutes here. Two lists. The first list is going to be exhibition and closet. Okay, characteristics of both of them that that kind of complement both of them at the same time. If you listen to the closet narcissist video, we only talked about just the closet ones. This time I'm going to say, hey, here's closet and combined. And then we're going to talk about specifically just the exhibitionist. Okay, so really quick, general narcissistic traits of both closet and exhibitionist narcissists. Hypersensitive to perceived and real slights, are indifferent or callous to the feelings and needs of others, have delusions of grandeur, expect special treatment, are intolerant of criticism, rarely or never genuinely apologize or take responsibility for their actions, derive self-esteem from associating themselves with high-status things, people, institutions, systems, or causes or beliefs, target others who deprive them of what they believe they deserve, Distort reality through gaslighting. Triangulate to control and undermine communication. Divide and conquer others for leverage. Compulsively scapegoat and idealize others. View life in simplistic, binary terms. Good, bad, perfect, worthless. Are preoccupied with appearance. Overestimate and underestimate their importance and abilities. Categorize others' hierarchy as inferiors, superiors, or competitors. Fluctuate between inflated self-aggrandizement and deflated depression. Project their own feelings and behavior onto others. Lack self-awareness and avoid introspection. Have superficial and exploitative relationships. View vulnerability as weakness. Routinely violate boundaries. Overreact to disappointments. Demand perfection. Lack interest in things regarded as irrelevant to self. Objectify others. Become easily bored and annoyed when attention is directed away from them. Are prone to defensive rage. Believe their opinion is the only legitimate one and expect others to know what they want slash need. Now that is a generalized list of exhibitionist and closet narcissism combined. Okay? So just want to make sure everybody's clear. What we're going to go through really quick is 16 
of things that exhibitionist narcissists are prone towards. Okay, so if these resonate, then you might be dealing with an exhibitionist narcissist. Remember, this isn't diagnosing because there is no diagnosis for exhibitionists. It'd be a subset of narcissism. And if you're not sure about narcissism, look at narcissism defined, different signs of a narcissist. I've got a couple of videos on that. Exhibitionist narcissists are also prone to compulsively attract attention to themselves. Number two, make dramatic, loud or otherwise ostentatious displays. Number three, act outwardly arrogant and haughty, especially with those they view as underlings. Number four, demand admiration and agreement and without it react in impatience or rage. Number five, become confrontational and combative when angered. Number six, engage in rages far beyond normal anger. Number seven, make scenes and throw public tantrums. Notice there, public is the the key. Number eight, appear charismatic in public settings while being negligent, abusive at home. Number nine, avoid appearances with of vulnerability and refuse help. Number ten, preen and brag. Number eleven, listen poorly and interrupt often. Number twelve, lecture and interrogate. Number thirteen need to feel expert at everything, and like to give advice. Number 14, rarely acknowledge or credit others and try to own others' talents and successes. Number 15, bolster themselves by besting and devaluing others. And number 16, need to feel perfect and view anything less as a failure. How many of those resonated with you today? If you haven't had a chance to be able to listen to The Closet Narcissist, then check that video out. But when we're talking about exhibitionists, leave down below, hey, I identified this person as having five, 10, 16 of them, and put that in the comments because you never know. Someone else might be watching and thinking that they're all alone. If you're able to say, hey, this is something I realize as well, you might help other people to take the courage to actually admit, acknowledge, and start to process the things that they're going through. If you're dealing with a narcissist on any semblance, Make sure you're reaching out to help. Make sure you're getting into therapy. You're working with a coach. You're getting community. You're having friends and family that understand around you to help support you and help you to move forward. Once you understand you're not crazy, you're not alone, you're not hopeless, reach out for help.